This is At The Nexus, episode 77, Blood Money for Computer Repair, on Friday, May 24th, 2013. And now, brand recognition? Well, that went through the floor. This episode of At The Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersad with co-host Matthew Petchel. Hey, how's it going? It's good. How about you? I'm doing well. Really? Yeah. Yeah, what'd you do this week? Oh, um, busy, 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 busy week. Really? Um, you you actually do work again? Uh, no, um... I was yelled at for not having a job, but... By I, who? I See, this week I've been... In the last few weeks, I've been helping this guy named Dave build a dinosaur. This guy school. named Dave. Yeah, we've And we've I've been helping him with uh, various tasks around the school and doing stuff. Yeah. And his wife talks to me today for the first time in, like, ever. Like, I've talked to her, like, once or twice in the past. And she's like, you know, do you have a job? Do you really just spend your life helping out your middle school teacher? And she was all like... Your life is a joke. What's wrong with you? And I'm like, you don't understand. I'm also a podcaster. I have a professional career online, and I do so much with my life. But that aside, um, dinosaur. It was amazing. Uh, so uh, I, uh, you put pictures up, didn't y- you? Yes, yeah, so I put some pictures up of the dinosaur. I even helped, kind of pretend help with the dinosaur. Oh, you held things down and moved things and uh, documented. Pretend help. Documenting is not pretend help. It's pretend very help. No, no, no. So you can see approximately. 56 photos of the dinosaur. I think that's How many all. of them are your cat? None, actually. I took oh, you fixed that. But, but I don't think 56 is accurate. I think there might be some duplicates. So, Well, um, that's just it's a pretty cool. You should see it twice. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know how tall Matt is. And if you don't, well, just imagine a tall guy. So, so take, take your average tall guy and then add two. Like, and by, I mean... Two tall guys on top of each other. That's about as how tall the dinosaur is. So you're saying it's like having two guys on top of me. It's the same height of this dinosaur. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that sounds pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> sounds almost unbelievable. <laughs> well, it should be. Nobody's well. going <laughs> to climb on you. But yeah. people wanted to climb on this dinosaur. It is incredible. Yeah. And uh, I'm sad that he might burn it. So 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 unfortunately the dinosaur is not self-supporting. Um, but we um, he suspended it from the ceiling because we're so it's still under construction. It still needs arms, a pelvis, um, and a few ribs. Well, you know he's most concerned with the pelvis. Yeah, I know. Um, I think that's in development right now. They're still trying to figure out how to make it more improved. Um, but yeah, uh, I want to have supporting rods coming from the bottom. Like I want to take some concrete and mix it in some yeah. like ice cream buckets mm-hmm. and just have rods. And you see how it's very the, the shaft of it, like the the, the spine. The shaft of it, really. The, the spine is very flat, and I was going to have little V's in it, and it was going to lock yeah. up real nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be very sturdy, very safe, and uh, we're going to have fun with it. It'd be really nice, and you know, and I I agree with you. I hope he doesn't burn it because it looks amazing. It this looks, could be a mascot somewhere. It looks amazing, and not only that, it was so much work to make. Yeah, and it'll be very hard to con all this cardboard out of this place every year. Um, I can't imagine doing it again, and I didn't even do it the first time. Yeah, um, but hopefully he'll he'll stop and think what timesing it by eight actually means. Maybe he'll do nine next time. No, oh, I hope not. You know what it is. Well, yeah. I hope he builds a different type of dinosaur, like a... Uh, Stegosaurus? We're, yeah, we're looking at this beautiful Stegosaurus and all these cool plates and stuff. And that that's like four-legged an animal. And so it could actually, I hope it would be more freestanding right. than this. Because well, this is just propped up on two legs. Well, what do you call the thing with the long neck um, dinosaur? Yes. A uh, Brontosaurus. Okay. Um, and so we also went to Central today. Oh, uh, did we? Yeah. Oh. Um, we um, demasked their wall. 
Now, you're probably wondering what demasking is. And in demasking is, so every year, the art department has students make masks, you know, like of yeah, clay. Ceramically, yeah. And then they glaze them and make them look cool. So the ones that people don't take home that also look nice. Very nice, even. Um, they, they hang in the library. And so uh, apparently due to construction, for some reason, they have to take them down over the summer. They're going to scrub the walls clean because they're going to make dust on the wall. I, I just don't believe that, just so you know. Yeah. Um, and so we took them down, and so we do mask the walls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, we also got some blood money today for um, helping repair some people's computers. And uh also got a job offer today. Um, I, I was referred to by this uh, math teacher that actually that's the head of the math department said yes. that this place is looking for people. And I told them that you're looking for work and here's the domain of their website. Go find it. So uh I go there. doesn't resolve. I'm like, Ryan, am I broken? Fix this for me. Fix everything. And like, nope, doesn't resolve. I ping them. They don't exist. Trace that them kind of exists. Some Comcast crap came back. Yeah. Um, which so, really makes you wonder. Like, it's almost like they're hosting their own. They service. are. It seems they're hosting them themselves, Which and that's the why first, it's broken. Yeah, that's their first mistake. Yeah. So what I had to do is I had to use the Wayback Machine, you know, archive.org or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, yeah. I think um, we've linked to that before. Yeah, and uh, I had to do that in order to find out anything about them. And so their consultancy, um, you know, they, you can uh, you can get programming work done with them, or you can get network set up with them, or databases or whatever. Sounds kind of fake. If you look at their website, it looks like it hasn't been, you know. It would look great in '99. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Maybe 2002 even. Yeah, but one th- funny thing we looked at on uh, Who's is it was bought like December 17th of 2000 of 1995, yeah. and it's bought through 17 2017. Isn't that incredible? I would never buy that far in advance. Right. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. No, I don't think so. Can you imagine how much that must have cost back then? That's like. I wonder if they didn't have, like, domain renewal services like uh, they do now. Because now you can't expire, and you just do it yearly. No, I'm sure they did, though. Because, like, Ericsson, uh, our famous photo booth interrogator or whatever. Oh, yeah, he did call. some work for her, yeah. Yeah, um, well, she, she bought her domain name for five years. Did she get a bulk discount or something? It, there was a discount. Or price lock. Well, yeah, but there was a discount. But the thing is, like, she still had to pay $200 up front or something. Not really. I made that. Yeah, that, that seems like you got hosed. Knowing her? Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know how it is. I hope she uh, gets SD cards printed with the photo booth memory thing. I don't think that's important. I don't know. So so our local photo booth interrogator, just so you know, that's what her new title is, sounds way more impressive. Um, She she has a photo booth company. And so um, lately, because their photo booth company is based on chemicals and producing actual uh, negatives instantaneously, you know, upon, you know, taking the photo... Well, as opposed to all the digital competitors that just printed up with a printer, um, she she wanted to be able to allow people to take their pictures home with them on SD card or on CD. Mm-hmm. So I, I suggested that she get a you know pass through photo scanner instead of a flatbed photo scanner, and she liked the idea, and so then she she bought one, and um, so she went to Micro Center to to uh, buy some uh, memory, you know, some SD cards. Yeah, and you know I don't really think. They have enough volume right now to to uh, give those out for any particular purpose. Well, so what she was telling me was that 
when they'd have a wedding, everybody would buy individual pictures, but then the the person who's getting married would want a record of everybody who was at the wedding. Mm-hmm. And so the one person just wanted a master copy. So not individual people would take it home. It was just I know. the I know. person. And that's... that's I know, but I don't think they have enough volume. Like she was saying, one or two a week at most. And and if you need, well, they plan to stay in business for a few years. So might as well bulk order. I know, but I don't. I don't like. I don't think that's too much investment up front, especially for what they do with their business. I I don't know the caliber of their business. Well, one thing I would wonder is how much did they charge extra for this? Because I hope it's a lot. I want that sponsorship Mm -hmm. money. Oh yeah, I mean (laughs) we could uh, promote them up and down. Yeah, yeah, up and down and left and right. All the ways that you can think of, we can photograph it. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I know. But let's not worry about it. I'm not, actually. Yeah. So, normally, you'd always come at me and you'd tell me, like, Oh, I've been working on the war game all week. Well, I haven't told you, but I, I have been working on the war game. Yeah, well, now you've told me. The, the cat is out of the bag. And, yeah, uh, it was outside earlier. Yeah, it was fun. It didn't even growl at me this time. No, no, no. It, it, I, I think it was just, like, angry. Well, it was in a harness. Well, but, but unusually angry. Normally, that's a very tame cat. Well, yeah. yeah. So, so you're, you're telling me that you've legitimately done real work on the war game? I have not compiled any Java in, like, easily a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And, uh... You mean since that one Java class you had? That you yeah, it's like four weeks into it. That you never went to. Okay. Did you know, true fact... Me ditching that class on Thursday night was the origins of our Domino's pizza spree. I know. I'm well aware of it. It is history. very important to me. I may have been kicked out of college for something along those lines, but, uh. Well, the people have been kicked out for worse, so it's okay. You know, it makes me feel better about myself. But, uh, no, I've been working at the war game. I've been trying to strap a gooey to it. What? And, uh. Are you gooey? Those are for our mortals only. Well, I. Kind of understand why. Like, I started doing it, and then I realized there's a better way of doing it, and then at the last moment, I realized there's an even better way of doing it. So explain in detail. Well, so before, um, I was using a bunch of um, J-frames, and I was kept on doing, like, window.set, window.this, window.that, and then um, I just created that inside the main method, and I was doing everything else, and then I found a guide that was explaining, like, you know, you can just... Delegated all in a bunch of different classes, and you can make a constructor to build paints instead of frames. Mm-hmm. And um, you're like, well, what's the difference? I'm like, I don't know yet. All I know is they have different um, declaration, and the APIs aren't very helpful. Hey, you uh, know, the- I the one of the problems with Java, just in general, is that the Java API. You know, the Java API is like jQuery to me. Like, you know, it works. People can deal with it. People have to use it because everybody has to use it. But man, does it suck! Unlike MooTools, where the API is intuitive and obvious. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just a mutual supporter. Sorry. Yeah. But so, what is your um, UI accomplishing, or, or hoping to, at least? Well, theoretically, in the end, uh, maybe a couple of years from now, a couple of years, it's going to. Well, um, normally, I've been told that whenever you are asked to do something, you'd figure out how long it would take, and you times it by four, and tell them that that's how long. And then you look like a miracle. So, so, so you're, you're telling me that it's going to be six months? No. Um, you see, I want to be more than a miracle worker. I want to be an absolute amazing person of awesomeness. That's a title I've never held before. And so I figure if I say, ah, two years from now, and I come back with you, come back here, so next Friday I'll be like, hey, it's done. It's on my GitHub, which I created a GitHub this week. To, really? So I could fork your repo. Fork my repo. Your repo has been so forked. So forked. <sighs> it's the forkest of them all. Either well, way. I'm glad you say so. <laughs> um, 
So I started messing with it, and hopefully it's going to be working. So I got a bunch of event listener crap things trying to make it so... Because when you run your thing, it... Well, runs. <laughs> I want a little um, pause, and so you know that, hey, this is going to destroy everything, close right, everything Right, right. I think that is perfectly an adequate um, thing to say. So make I, some warnings. Make I just some hope that you make it nice. It will be nice. It will be so beautiful in the end. You, you, you've seen it right now, and you know that um, my inner classes need work. Um, uh, also, I figured out how to use interclasses this week. Well, I, I... They're not any different than normal classes, honestly. Yeah, but... There, there's no difference, honestly. There was a whole section of that Blue Pekeleton textbook just for interclasses and explaining how they're awesome. I understand, but there's no difference between an interclass and an outer class. But the Wee Willy Wonka interclass... Oh, my gosh. so much better things. Wee Willy Wonka. Blah, yeah, blah, you know, we yeah, all hate Blue Pelican. Uh, Blue yeah. Pelican hates us, too. Yeah, so... Yeah, well, I, I really do look forward to uh, seeing your UI in the war game because... And um, I barely deprecated your uh, app class. Well, so uh, what I what I hope, though, is that in the long run, what we can do is have one single jar and then... I looked into that, too. Yeah? How's that going? I'll figure it out. Okay, well, I know how to do that. Um, well, so that we can have one single jar and so that if you just double-click it, it runs a UI, but if you do it in the terminal, it'll run in the terminal. Actually, actually something I should probably do. Make sure you don't break it. That that'll be easy enough to do. I know it it's just a very simple thing, actually. Well, so actually, I break quite a few things when I run them because you know I um, instead of alt tabbing to my terminal, I always just uh, switch to TT one or something. Or... Yeah, I don't know why. That's a disgusting thing to do. Well, I can't. You can't, Mister Windows or Mister Mac. Well, I just SSH. You have servers. I I can barely keep one machine running. I know. Isn't that funny? Uh, so you should know what I do with my server right now. I'm trying to make it uh, run FreeBSD. Yeah, I heard about that. Now, now let me tell you one thing. So, you know, you know how I run the server, like you know, in the other room over there. Yeah. Um, oh. Well, so so that server, you know, it, it has an Athlon two, um, like a thirty eight hundred or something, right? Mm -hmm. It probably is like running at one hundred twenty watts or something absurd. It's using a power supply from like six years ago, maybe seven years ago, maybe even eight years ago. Who knows? Mm -hmm. And it gets a two on the war game. That's decent. Is it? You get a nine. For something that old? Okay, fine. But, okay. It's a... Well, I got a netbook I bought two, one year ago, and it gets a one. Okay, then. Well, so, but what I'm, what I'm saying you is... You can buy better crap. Well, right. But what That's I'm... New. But let me rephrase. Okay. So, if I just instead wanted to spin up a VM, as one is to say, spin up, on the, you know, desktop studio computer here, I can get a 17 with two cores. Hmm. And... Cool. Uh, two cores of my eight. So, so I don't, I don't really think there's really a need for another server except having a USB hub. Hmm. I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I'll get a Sunflare running BSD. Solar Flare. Solar Flare was the version with the FireWire incident. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I figured brand recognition went through the floor <laughs> okay. when uh, it destroyed your old wireless keyboard and thumb drive. So I had to change it from uh, Solar Flare to Sun Flare. Thinking that I'm trying to deceive the general population. Well, I think it worked. I think so. I think it's going to skyrocket. You know, every every deception you make deceives someone. I really <laughs> hope that that is true, because uh, normally it doesn't work that way. I think you're deceiving yourself now. Well, I'm pretty good at it. Okay, then. Well, you know... I think it's um, time to do some lightning. 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 Oh, man, we got some cool news today. You know, and, and of course, as as always, as one is to do um, in the lightning, it is to start with our favorite phone company. 
Blackberry? Blackberry. 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 Excellent. Now, I have to tell you that there is no better Blackberry than a blinged out Blackberry. And, you know, who will bring that to you? Do you know who that would bring? I'm going to guess some British jewelry designing company. I thought you were going to say British prick, but okay, fine. British twat. Oh, we're going up the road, are we? Yeah. Well, Alexander Amasso? Amasu? Mm-hmm. Don't know. Well, anyway, he, he likes doing this cool thing called adding diamonds. How many diamonds? Lots of diamonds? Little diamonds? Big diamonds? You, you think I would have counted them? How about 700 diamonds? Wow. So So he took... A Q10, not the Z10, the nice phone. He took the lame one, the one with the keyboard, mm. and he encrusted it. He encrusted it? With diamonds. With diamonds. With diamonds. Wow, that so, sounds expensive. So, so according to my records, the almost so Blackberry Q10 is made up of 18 karat white gold and encrusted with 700 um, diamonds, which apparently equals 4.7 carats. That's a lot of diamonds. Now, th- this um, BlackBerry is currently priced at about thirty thousand dollars. Wow, that's that's a lot. Now, now let me let me um, do some calculation just on the back of my napkin here. Thirty thousand divided by six fifty, forty six iPhones. Wow, forty six iPhones. Oh, by the way, unlocked iPhones. Very big. Important. Unlocked. Yeah, that sounds amazing. So, what if I only had about six thousand dollars to spend on a Q10? What what could I do? Get a quarter of those iPhones? Uh, no. Um, so this British twat has a sister company um, that uh, makes lesser quality stuff. So they just branded it with uh, white gold and things. And so you can get a cheaper model from this Amasu's um, um, Contortrium <laughs> uh, for about $5,671. It's, yeah. I mean, it's all in euros and funny money because it's uh, broken. Funny money? Yeah, it needs to be in bitcoins for me to take it real. <laughs> or USBs. I mean, USDs. You, you figured it out yet? Yeah. Hey, it, it's a challenge. It truly is. Yeah. Um, so. Real news now. Well, how's that not real? Pimped out Q10. Bling! <laughs> you know, that's too old to be Why? amazing. Why is it not? I, I love the click and the motion, and it's, it's just like from some spy movie-ish thing. But let's talk about Intel. Okay. Because uh, we all know that they're the last real company ever. Uh, that produces chips, I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay, go along. Yeah. Well, Intel will officially reveal Hasweld at Computex in June. But Intel is already leaking all over with optimistic nonsense. Did you know that I did they not. are claiming that Haswell, in a laptop, will make its battery run for twice as long? Now, if I were Andrew Bailey at this point in my life, what I would do is I would go find that clip where you went insane and laughed. Yeah, I, I know that he does that now. And I would insert it right here after you just said that. Well, I can, uh, how would I just do it? You want to do it live? <laughs> Okay, then. Like that. Yeah, like that. Because Intel is being ridiculous. There is no way that they're going to get 50% more battery life than their Ivy Bridge equivalents. Well, if they don't take have a screen on the laptop, and they turn off Wi-Fi, and don't Bluetooth, use it. And Bluetooth. And Bluetooth. And don't have it do anything. Just have it coasting. Maybe, maybe it will. It sounds like not running. 
So running and usable, that's that's uh that's a tricky and. You know, you know, so I mean maybe it could. Like so one of the th- things that Haswell offers is new 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 power states. So when when you when your device is shut, your laptop is shut, it can still be connected to the internet and stuff. It can update periodically and then just go back to sleep. But I don't think that would end up actually making better life longer. I think it would make it less long because it's doing stuff while asleep now, which sounds like it's on. Um, and honestly, I don't, I don't know what, um, you know, TDPs, these, uh, chips are running at. And I just don't, as you said, I just don't think that the screens will ever come down enough unless they go to OLEDs. Cause yeah. those are much more power conservative versus, you know, regular LED backlit displays. So what's this laptop going to cost? $5,000? Nobody's going to make All an this... OLED laptop yet. Yeah. It's way too expensive. Mm-hmm. Not really though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, you know, copying, scanning. Oh, like photo booth scanners or oh, like flatbed scanners. Flatbed scanners. You know, like scanning mm. a PDF and then emailing it to someone. Or, you know, scanning a document, turning it into a PDF and emailing it to someone. Hmm, that sounds like a unique process. Yeah, it sounds so unique. In fact, that somebody patented it. We talked about this many, many months ago. Do you yeah, know when like, this was? Oh, like last year? six months ago. I feel like it was last year. It could year. be last year. It, the guy's been doing this for over a year. could have been a week ago. Who knows? No, it wasn't. Well, we've got an update. Because everybody believes that this is the stupidest thing ever, that this should not be patentable, the state of Vermont is taking action and suing the patent troll that has initiated this. Yeah, I mean, so when we first read about this, it was just the one company doing this. Well, he created like six different shell Shell companies companies, just to mass mail letters saying, hey, pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me now. And and it was allegedly $1,000 per worker in businesses that obviously were... You know, just doing their average job, which is, you know, here's a document, here's a PDF, enjoy. Yeah, I mean, that's that's literally crazy. It, there's nothing special about scanning a document, just so yeah. you know. But you know what there is something special about? I don't know, connectivity? Ethernet. Oh. Everybody, well, connectivity, yes, that's also very special to some people. You Do especially. Do you know that Ethernet has turned 40 this yesterday? No, I don't. That's pretty old. That's uh, older than me, older than you, older than both of us put together. And if we add another guy on top, it's still probably not as old. Now, now how old are you? Uh, 19. And uh, No, you're not. Yeah, No, no, no. We got to make the set up to 39. No, 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 no. You are definitely 20, and I'm also definitely 20. So, in fact... We tie. We tied. That tied. is we right. We tied. Yes. Okay, good. My gosh. Well, I tried to make this sound amazing, but... uh. Just tying with the age of Ethernet doesn't uh, make me feel any better. Why not? I want to be lesser than it. You know, don't worry about how this <laughs> didn't make sense. Okay, I don't. So, you know AT&T, right? I've heard of them. Now, they, they, they are typically known as money-grubbing plunderers, uh, to put it nicely. Well, this week, they've added a new fee that's allegedly, and so what they call it in their, their bill, administrative fee. It's It's for some unknown purpose that has something to do with renting out tower locations and running the arduous process of bandwidth for something they made up a bunch of crap basically you have to pay an additional 61 cents every month on your bill oh crap i turned it on by accident really what now let me tell you what's funny about this amazon i mean at&t they both start with a i agree they have a lot of subscribers do you know how many subscribers at&t has a couple million I, i i feel like they have like 70 million people around somewhere that's more than a couple you know yeah so basically with 61 cents and 70 million people 
or how many other people they actually get, they have to, or they will be able to make an additional $500 million or so every year. All right, now stop everything and find out how many unlocked iPhones that is. No, I'm not going to. Now, let me, let me just read one more thing. The effective May 1st, 2013, the administrative fee will be 61 cents per line f- per month for the consumer and individual responsibility user lines. What? Um, for more information about the administrative fee, please visit blah, 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 AT&T, blah, 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 dot com, blah, blah, blah. And wow, AT&T is sure honest and nice, aren't they? Yeah, I would uh, have to uh, disagree. Man, let's go to T-Mobile. You know, Virgin Mobile's just fine. You know, so I've been complaining about my cell signal last few days. I mean, months. But, um, so far this month, it's been pretty good. That's good. Um, do you get calls anymore? Getting a lot of calls from California. Have not answered them yet. Yeah, you know, actually, we got a call today. We were told not to bring pizza. Yeah, but that one's trivial and ignorable. Okay, well, we'll move along then. Yeah. So, um, remember when our hearts broke a little while ago when we heard that Google Reader would be shutting down? My heart, my heart did that. It, it it thunk. Okay, I've always I wanted to do that. Well, normally I don't have. have phones I can just do that with. You know, just yeah. Should I just buy a ninety nine dollar phone just to throw it at them? That's what I do. Okay. Either way, Google Reader shutting down and uh, BetaWorks Dig say that they will be releasing Dig Reader. Dig Reader. Dig Reader, and Dig it'll Reader. be out by the end of June. Wow! And it's going to be clean. And do you know what its focus is on? No. Not usability, but performance. Wait, a fast website? What is that? I don't know either. What does that even mean? Uh, doesn't well, sound like a Google reader. Well, no. So, yeah, you're right. Um, so, basically, we, everybody said that that the dig version of Google Reader would be probably a paid-for service. Like, you'd, you'd pay a few bucks and you'd, you'd get uh, a reading cl- a reader clone. Um, according to the engineers that, that um, these people were talking to... Um, they will be initially be focusing efforts on iOS and online, so they'll have an online client and an iOS client. But unfortunately, an Android client won't be ready at release, which is, I, I, in my opinion, unacceptable. Um, I, I, I would think a lot of people who read RSS would be on Android. Um, and, and you know, we don't know too much about it. It, they, they said that it's going to be a production tool, and it will offer ways to sort and rank content. Um, and unlike Google Reader. That was just a t- chronological list. This will automatically sort things for you, which in some ways is good. But for what we do here on the show, we prefer to see things in the order that they've been published, so we know which week they're from. Yeah, and it's it's really helpful because it gets chaotic. Bloody crap, does it? Yeah, yeah. So you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So speaking of Google killing things, uh, you know the ad business that Google acquired, you know, like ten years ago, DoubleClick. I do not recall that. Well, you might have been a little bit young. young. Yeah, you know, you were 10. 10. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I, I knew what double click was. But ah. I was a messed up fifth grader, fourth grader, whatever. And so this week, the FTC is a little bit late to the party, but apparently the FTC thinks that Google might be anti-competitive or raising antitrust issues because the ad business that they run might be pushing other companies specifically ones that pay them for ads to use other Google services like, you know, Gmail or Google apps or whatever those other Google services are. SEC is kind of late to the party. Wow. I, I don't know. I can't really comment on this because I don't know where to begin. Like, yeah, Google owns the ad market. Go away. I mean, yeah. okay, okay, what can you do? Like, yeah, have you seen all those uh, stupid Adobe commercials that have been flooding the market? No. Um, For the little 
ad cloud thing. Like uh, they'll create a cloud. I don't know what it's no. called. Okay, I, don't know. I ignored them when I found out they were uh, Adobe. Products. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I know how that is. Yeah. No, I, honestly, this is the most absurd thing because FTC should have caught on to this like three or four years ago if they're going to do anything about it. I mean, right? It it I, or or Schmidt said something angry, and the, now the FTC is angry. Or maybe Google's big enough now. You know, they broke 900. Maybe they're just too good, and we want to bump them back down, show them who's boss. I don't get it. I mean, 50 years from now, we're going to find out that they're complaining about people just taking the first mining rights, like uh, pushing other space mining colonies out of order. Space mining. Competitive business. It is a competitive business, especially the search for asteroids. Mm -hmm. Search market's very tough. Yeah. So as long as we're talking about Google, let's continue talking about them. So we all know how we love their Street View. And, yeah, you know, uh, I saw one last summer because you pointed it out. Yeah, and you had a fan Incredible. and some craft. They told me cars. not to take a picture, and I did the, exactly yeah. that. And we've seen their bicycles. Yes, and impressive. it's just they have a little trailer thingy, and they got a little camera on it. And, and it's not a little camera. It's more like a big camera with a lot of little cameras in it. Yeah. And Orbis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know the Galapagos Islands. Never been there, but... Allegedly, they're beautiful. I've heard of it. Well... You, you've seen pictures, still pictures of it, but have you seen the street view of it? No, I haven't. Because there are no streets. Makes sense. But that didn't stop these Google employees from making super awesome, very funny-looking backpacks and exploring the Galapagos while capturing everything. You just wanted to say Galapagos. Galapagos! Yes, I did. So, basically, these people have giant blue orbs above their heads that have, uh, what was it, like, seven cameras, eight cameras? And they're all really fancy pants ones. And they just walk around documenting everything. And soon they'll be available for you to watch. Wow. Um, literally amazing. And can you see how the guy's coming out? If you go to follow the link, there's yep. this guy who's coming out of a cave. Now, it looks like he can't even hit his head. Like he would hit his head walking there. And so I'm thinking he's just going to destroy these really expensive cameras. Can you imagine by... if he like fell over? Yeah. It'd be kind of bad. It'd be like a, that turtle flipped over on its shell. I thought he was riding the turtle. No, that would have been hilarious, but I, I think they might have got some complaints from uh, the turtle, turtle lovers. The, 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 the turtle union? No, the lovers of the turtle union. Completely okay. different organization. They got different lawyer teams. <laughs> sure they do. Yeah. Well, okay. But speaking of Google, last week there was Google I.O. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Well, at I.O., what did they reveal? Uh, a bunch of crap. Well, more specifically, nothing. What they call a yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, what they call a Nexus Experience Galaxy S4. So a Nexus Experience isn't has nothing to do with that. The Nexus or the Nexus. No, it, what it means is it refers to the phones being unlocked and stock. So just pure Android, no no carrier embezzlements and no um um you know like I don't even know what you call it manufacturer touching. Mm-hmm. Um, so they released an S4 that costs $649, so it's kind of expensive, but it is available now. Are you having problems? I mean, you can just chew in the microphone. I mean, it's okay. It adds, it adds character. <laughs> um, so this week, the rumors are that in the next month or so, HTC will be releasing their premium phone as a Nexus experience device, specifically the HTC One. So that'll be very nice for people. Now I got to play for with a you know with an HTC One for about two minutes the other week. That's nice. Um, uh, Martin Worley Myers, you might have heard of him. You probably haven't. Oh, I haven't. He went to Murray and he went to Central. So I mean, I don't know why. I uh, not sociable. 
who are you again? Uh, um, so, so basically, uh, it's a really nice phone. It's really light. Um, it's so light that it makes my Nexus 4 seem really, really heavy. Like, like it's half it's the weight. It's unlocked. No, no, his is locked. Oh. Yeah. AT&T, you know. So, yeah, so it'd be really great. Now, unfortunately, it'll probably be just as expensive and unlike a Nexus in the price respect. So, it doesn't really matter for normal people. It'll probably be $700 or something. That sounds crazy. I know. So, sad news for all our listeners in the UK. Uh, uh, HTC's first, uh, or the Facebook phone, will not be launching next month overseas. Oh, why not? Um, they said that from user-generated feedback, they're not happy with what Facebook is right now or what the phone would offer them. And so, they're going to take the next couple months to... Make it something they'd want. Oh. So does that mean they have to scrub their whole shipment? I don't know. Because I'm sure they're made. Uh, you know, I don't think the phones, like, have to get fixed or anything. The, the hardware is fine. I think what they would just do is they're going to delay until the software improves. So so they just have to reflash them. That's not a hard thing to do. In the six months it takes them to make this new thing, the hardware is going to be obsolete. And for selling a new phone... I mean, honestly, the hardware is already obsolete. I mean, it's it's a 2011 phone, really. It's going to be even older. Though. I meant 2012. Yeah. But you know what I meant. But, but, but wait. Hmm. Maya. I got a question for you. Okay, go ahead and ask. So you got the HTC One in the last story. Mm-hmm. What came first? HTC One or HTC First? The HTC One came first. I see what you did there, and I love it. No, but 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 before you say that, honestly, the Nexus One came first, then the One X came first, and then the One came first, and then the first came first. You know why is everybody doing this crap? Hey, yeah, Xbox, Xbox One. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody loves it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of crazy things. NVIDIA, 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 NVIDIA did the unthinkable this week. Nobody expected this. It just came out of nowhere. They released the first 700 series GTX card, video card. Wow. What is it? Is, it is incredible. So this is the GTX 6, I mean the 780, my mistake. It features the same GK10 or 110 as the Titan. So the Titan uses a core called or a processor called GK110. You know, the Titan is the $1,000 card that NVIDIA sells. Mm-hmm. So it, it's comparable in that respect. Um, instead of having like 3,200 CUDA cores, I'm not actually sure because that would be like research and development that we don't do here. Um, it has 2,300 cores, which is, you know, quite a number compared to my like 1,500 cores in mine. So, you know, it's about 500 co- more cores than the, or 800 more cores than my, uh, GTX 670. And it has three gigabytes of memory. Um, so, you know, it's uh, quite a, quite an impressive processor. Now, we don't have any benchmarks yet because nobody's actually been able to purchase one. Do you know why? Why? Guess how much they cost. $1,000? No, no, that's still reserved for the 690 and the GTA, I mean the Titan. So, okay. so, so this costs $650. So it's still kind of expensive, um, you know, for normal people and even not normal people. Hmm. Now, if you, if you did buy this though, you mean you could, you know, like play a game at infinite quality, basically. Infinite quality. That sounds amazing. That's a great selling point. I'm, if it's not a great selling point, then I don't know what would be. You'd make a great salesman at Best Buy. Really? This one has infinite quality. <laughs> it's about time. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about Haswell. Now we're going to talk about uh, AMD lineup. So, so far this year, AMD has just launched two new series. The A-series and the E-series of APUs. 
So, don't you have an E series CPU? Yeah, I got an E three fifty. Yeah, isn't that nice? I love it. Um, it's a few years old and it was discontinued on the new egg, but products do that. Um, uh, the the keyser keyser of William was asking what one I bought because he was about to buy one, and sadly it was discontinued. I don't know why he would be sad about that. Well, not many motherboards you can buy now come with two PS two slots. So for your mouse and keyboard, why would you want that? Well, some people have older crap. Just buy a new mice. They're $20. Some people would rather spend $10 less on a motherboard to get and have their old hardware work. It's a terrible th- choice. Most importantly, it does come with HDMI out. Oh, that is a good point. And, and I needed that. That's, Ever, uh, that's the one reason why yeah, I wanted yeah, it. I agree. 10 watts of power draw and that. Mm. So um, these new APUs are more powerful. They consume less power. And um, so their new E-Series is... 28 nanometers and uh that's a lot of nanometers it's quad core it's amazing and allegedly it's super fast also per so when you're comparing computing power and wattage usage this new series compared to their old uh, termish series uses 172 percent more performance per watt now you thought 50 percent battery life was whacked 172% 172% increase in wattage to power. I don't How would you... Okay, so... That's so, got to have a nice so, single word. So, have you ever... No, so when I was in second grade, I asked my teacher, if you add 100% to a number, isn't that just doubling it? Is it? Well, I don't know. Ask yourself. Hmm. So, if you take 100%... Per, if you take 100% of the number 2 and add it to 2, what is the number? Wolframing it. Oh Wolfram alpha... We should plug them. We should. Uh, no, they are not a sponsor. I'm going to wait. Ah, uh, yeah, no, that's what I'm making. I'm drawing this out like crazy because I like seeing this green, terrible logo. So we have 100 percent of two, and we're adding it to two. Uh huh. So um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it says we get four. Really? So <laughs> isn't that like doubling it? Yeah. Oh. It's Wolfram agrees with you. I'm glad. I had to compare the most sophisticated, awesome math thing I ever knew of to verify your thing. Yeah, well, so I figured this out in second grade, and I had to ask my teacher, and she's like, I don't know. And it's like, oh, come on. So basically 117% means that it's a little bit more than double. Yes. Yeah, that's it. It's nice. It's cool. But what was the wattage again? Um, it it scales, so it depends on what tasks you use. Um, I can the max draw on the E series is uh classified. Oh, classified right now. That's probably not out out. It's mostly out. Mm. Now, in other news about this, it's also featuring the fake HD eight thousand series, which is fake because well, the real cards haven't come out yet, so I classify that as fake. Uh, in addition, I don't know if they're that fake though. Yeah, but see, but so the ATI cards normally come out like so. We have the seven thousand series right now. So mm-hmm. the computer you're using over there on the other side of the room is a seventy-seven seventy. So it's you know like one of those. Um, and so these are fake because the real eight thousand series cards, the Volcanic Islands, have not come out yet, and therefore they are fake or previews of how awesome they are. Fake. Now, no. I need AMD to stay in this lineup, so we're going to say that they're previews of how awesome they are. No, but one last thing. These two things, these A-series and E-series, I'm not sure which one is going where, but these are powered by the Jaguar cores that are powering the new Xbox One and the PS4. 
Yeah. So even if the PC market rejects AMD for sucking, the console market will adopt them as their saviors. I don't know how AMD got this gig, but man, do they good do. They better ride it. I. They better. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want? Is it my turn now? I forgot. Uh, yes. Who started that? You know, Kim. Kim.com. Kim.com. Never heard of them. No, you haven't heard of them. You haven't heard of um, Mega, Mega, Bolt Bag, Upload. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Well, if you're Google, Facebook, or Twitter, and you happen to uh, use two-factor authentication to make sure your users are secure and safe from hackers, well, you might be facing a patent lawsuit. Do you know why? Why? Because apparently Kim.com owns the patent to two-factor authentication. Now, I have to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Do you really honestly think two-factor authentication is a novel thing to patent? Because I don't. I, I, if other things are patentable, yes, but I didn't expect him to be a patent troll. Well, well oh. he's not really a troll. Oh, I mean, well, it's cool. funny you say that, because he says he's only doing this because of what the U.S. did to him. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah, it does make sense. But it, it's fine. But, but my problem with this is I don't think two-factor authentication should really be a patentable thing. It's just... Okay, he's not patenting two-factor authentication. He's patenting the method that it's typically done by. So, in other words, the text message SMS kind of thing. Like, you text Google for a code, and Google sends you a code or whatever. So, he's not patenting the, uh, you know, little uh, Google authentication app that I have right here. He's not doing this. He's not blocking this. But if you didn't have a smartphone and you still wanted to use two-factor, you could request Google send you a text message with a code in it. That's what he's patenting. Mm-hmm. And I'm angry. I, I just don't want him to mess that up. It's kind yeah. of important. Because you use two-factor authentication. Every day. It's yeah. amazing. And uh, we'll talk about that in the plugs. Oh, yeah. Because uh, we do have a bit of a security day. Security day? Security day! Woohoo! Yeah. So, great news. New Kindle Fires. What? No. Oh. I lied. What? Totally Why lied. did you do that? Well, some other countries are going to get them. Where? So the rollout. Um, all the other countries in the world. Uh, 170 of them. Whoa. Yeah. I think that's literally all the it's other countries. Pretty fast rollout. I'm just surprised that they didn't have the new Kindle HDs yet. Well, no, I think it's funny that it's the US and everyone else. Well, not everybody gets it. Just 170 of them. But, the, yeah. but all the other countries that didn't get it can just smuggle them in. I mean, it doesn't matter at that point. Well, they can totally smuggle with uh, new Amazon coins, too. Well, so I mean, now... That's, that's the untraceable currency of the day. Well, not really, because it's still... Only good in the App Store. Well, no, so I, I didn't know what the Amazon coins were for. It's, it's clearly not for the United States of America, because that's dumb. But for other countries, you know, like... Um, where What other countries are there? I, I, I don't know. Well, you know, other countries. What is going on over there? Your phone is making your face do strange things. What? Uh, don't worry about it. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, any, any... my phone's in pieces now. Okay. Well, I know mine is too. Um, yeah. So, so I think Amazon coins really make sense in in the context of launching the the you know App Store and Kindle Fires elsewhere in the world, where credit cards might not be so easy to come by. So and it maybe makes sense, but not really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so did you know Microsoft? Do you know them? them. You know them. Now, last week was I/O, and do you know who spoke at I/O last week? I don't know. Larry Page, and Larry you know Page. what our good friend Larry said? What did Larry say? Larry said that we should all just get along and work together and make new innovative things. That sounds at pretty the good. same time. His lawyers 
were attacking Microsoft because the YouTube app Microsoft made for themselves wasn't displaying Google ads. And Google was angry. So angry. Do you know what Microsoft said? What? We'd love to implement ads and give you some revenue, but you didn't give us API access, so we had to do it ourselves. And you know what? The internet said, well, man, Google, you're being stupid because Microsoft wants to do what you want, but you just didn't do it for them. So this week, they've made friends, and now Google and Microsoft are making a new YouTube app for Windows Phone 8 phones series. Really? Phones. Yep. That's nice of them. Isn't it? Yeah. But I think it's funny that it happened at the same exact hour of Larry Page's talk last week. Yeah. Yeah. Not planned at all. <laughs> I hope it wasn't. Probably was. Either way, so we got a video to queue up now. But do you want to tell us about the video? I will tell you about it while we are getting it ready. Yeah, buffering. So, Microsoft is playing Apple's game with a new ad, um, using Siri to narrate all the things the iPad cannot do, while a Surface slash Windows tablet can. Okay, so I can't make it bigger, but you can get the idea, right? Wait, wait, why can't you make it bigger? Uh, okay. Oh, right. okay, okay. I was just curious, because it sounded like a critical flaw. Sorry, I don't update like that. I'm sorry, I can only do one thing at a time. I guess PowerPoint isn't one of those things. Should we just play chopsticks? That's amazing. So... I, I, this is a new ad campaign by Microsoft. Microsoft has been doing this kind of scroogled thing for a while, but this is the first real good ad that's targeted against Apple from Microsoft using Apple's strong points against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it's, there's two interesting things. That here. piano was really nice in the end. No, so that was one of the interesting things. I think it's really funny to show GarageBand on the iPad and just the Windows start screen on the Surface or just Windows tablet. It's fine. Cause there's no equivalent. And anybody who used an iPad for any amount of time knows that this is a truth. That it is inevitable to find. Only there's, iPad users who bought the 499 app. Well, yeah, but there's not even a $20 app on the Windows App Store to even be comparable. Don't worry about it. I am not worried about it. I care about neither. But the point is that it is a problem. The other interesting thing, I think, is the, 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 the device models that they were showcasing there. One was 699 the iPad. The other was 449 the Windows tablet. And they're both the same 64 gigabyte model, but, you know, there's just a $200 price discrepancy between them. And I think that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it probably shows up in build quality and not storage differences or something. But you know, it's just kind of an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it though. I, it, I it's very it's nice. an amazing commercial. I can't wait to see it on TV. Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't know anything about games, but do you know anything about games? Oh, I hear that um, when companies take the time to build a game engine, they use it for lots of games. That makes sense. Now, have you ever heard of an engine called Unreal Engine Three? You know. I heard. I've heard of that's Unreal very Engine. Very popular. I, yeah, I heard yeah. a lot of games have it. Yeah. I also heard there's uh, some exploits that are being caused by it. Oh, exploits! Now, what would one of those be? Well, apparently, there's a way to spoof the IP of the server you're trying to connect to, and then you make the person patch, and then the person now runs whatever you want them to run. Wow! And now, just imagine you have a bulk big GPU. And a fast internet connection, because you're a gamer, you gotta have the lowest latency, you gotta have the fastest connection, you, you gotta be awesome. sound like a candidate for a Bitcoin farmer. Isn't it gonna be amazing, your new professional career as a farmer? A Bitcoin farmer. 
yeah. You know, this is incredible. Yeah, and it's uh, very serious, and nobody knows how to fix it quite yet. Siri? Not, no. Oh, no. okay. We're trying to be serious here. Uh-huh. Um, so Threat Post has a article explaining how um, it's not just the Unreal Engine. There's a few others. Um, and there's just new ways of hacking this. And they're talking about how gamer, the gaming industry, is one of the biggest targets because... Everybody's got really nice computers. Everybody's got good connections, and I'd be just, a terrible gamer. Yeah, well, you got a pretty good connection, and Not, you have an amazing thing. But you're smart enough to notice that uh, you're getting something from Japan for the first time. Neither, neither of those things are really that true. I mean, this is a mediocre computer, and it's a mediocre connection. Yeah, and you you actually watch what's running on your computer. Nobody else does that. I have Process Monitor open right now. Look at this. It's oh, it's on the wrong screen, but I, I it's running right now. So there it is. It's continuously running. Yeah, I keep top running at all times. Sure you, sure you do. Sure you do. Uh, that's what uh, TT6 is for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know. It's uh, If you are a major gamer, you should I don't know, not be doing stupid stuff, not be clicking on random ads, not be a gamer. Yeah. You know, I've only played Guild Wars, so it's okay. Yeah, and... Pretty sure Guild Wars does not use that engine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know of any games that do? I could list them, but we're talking about Tim Cook now. Okay, let's talk about Tim Cook. He's more interesting. Tim Cook says that it will not move the 100 billion it has overseas back to the U.S., citing that the 35% tax rate would be crazy to pay. Now, let me, let me read you the quote. This is from Ars Technica. Now, it says, in the end, Cook wouldn't, wouldn't agree to move more of Apple's cash to the U.S. while it has the 35% corporate tax rate. I am not proposing a zero rate, Cook said. My proposal is that we have a reasonable tax for bringing money back from overseas. He called for a dramatic simplification of U.S. tax code. Now, do you pay taxes? Yes. Now, now you made a bulk of money um, because you actually did real work, mm-hmm. not not fake work. So what, what were your taxes like? How much did you pay in taxes? Um, I paid... So every most of my paychecks were around five hundred and forty five dollars. Mm-hmm. I only saw about four hundred and seventy of that. Okay. Um, so until you... I filed to get it back because mm-hmm. I I made less than ten grand, so right. I got I got quite a bit back. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you know? What your tax rate is? I couldn't tell you. I did the ten forty easy because I just wanted out because it was a travesty. Now, do you, would you like to guess what your tax rate is? Uh, ten percent. Okay, know. reasonable. Sounds okay. And you get some of that back. Yeah. Right. Now, can you imagine, though, you're a company that just made $100 billion, mm-hmm. and you're asked to give $35 billion back to the government? Kind of have an issue with that. Yeah. I mean, the government would love that. I know they would, but that's unacceptable. I don't think any company should be asked to give that much money that the company made themselves back. Not when but- they already paid tax. Uh, or collect tax from consumers and everybody else already in the country. Bringing that money back is unacceptable, yeah. I think. But it's not just uh, Apple that pays that. Like, um, well, no, it's, it's everybody. Yeah. And I don't like that. I don't think anybody should be paying 35% um, on $100 billion. Now, it could be like brackets, you know, so like the first billion is 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 75%. The second $10 billion is 50%. The first twenty-five billion is thirty-five percent. You know, brackets, graduated brackets like that. It sucks, but I wouldn't do that though. What would you do? Well, so a, a flat if tax you're a company, you should be able to move stuff around. Oh like, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't because a bracket system would favor 
you moving a whole bunch of money at one time, not yes, just that's the point. I don't know. It should be I don't know. Just cut drop rate. Like a what just, rate? Like just a regular rate. Like just 1%? instead of thirty five, I don't know, fourteen. Okay, but so well, that's one of the problems. Like, like one percent of one billion is what a bulk. Right. It's like you know a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Enough like ten million, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. So so. One percent of one billion is a hundred billion is what? It's one billion. So fourteen percent would be fourteen billion. So no number of whole integer percents should a company be charged to move money around. I think that's just absurd, and nobody should do it. And and there's no logarithmic percentage scale, which is a, a problem that I've been facing for years. Welcome to the magnitude variation. Magnitude. Uh, anyway, that's all I got. Yeah. Anyone want to do some plugs? One second, I, I got to talk about this guy's glasses. What? You see the Tim Cook's glasses? Yeah. Did you know I have the identical glasses at home? No, I did not know that. But I have. It doesn't even look like he's wearing glasses. Yeah, uh, that's why I hated them. Like I, I, I you really couldn't don't. see them. No, they let way too much light in on the sides. I, I don't wear glasses, so I'm not familiar. With that so scenario. Let's say you had glasses, and then you hit a laser pointer on the side of the glass. Plane. Does this so, happen to you often? Well, any light. Okay. I just use that. But, like, you know how red dot laser point, you can see the whole lens light up? Yeah. Well, imagine you have no glass on all the sides of your glasses. Mm-hmm. At the bottom, it's nice because there's no defining line. So when you are when you look below the range of your glasses, you just see stuff in the foggiest sense. Um, you don't see a, a stupid border because I hate seeing borders. Um, with those, I'm like, wow, borderless. Wrong. Lightful. Um, it's <gasps> way too bright to see anything. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad you fixed that issue with your new glasses. Yeah, and uh, I, I really enjoy my new glasses. They're I'm glad to nice. hear that. Anyways, let's move on to plugs. Plugs! Yes, plugs. I'm so happy. So, um, News and Debian 7 what? as my uh, main OS for quite some time now. Now, now did, did 6.9 just come out? I think they went from like 6.3 or 6.4 to 7. It's kind of a big jump. No, 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 no. They they jump every two years. Kind of a big jump. Well, they they do small incrementing numbers. Okay, well, fine then. But it's not like CentOS where they have to go blah 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 blah. This is just is just a. They've been doing this release schedule forever. Okay, it, it works for them, and uh, their users agree it's nice. Either way, so um, Debian seven comes with GNOME three as the default package or UI Windows system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very nice. It's, uh, searching is in, really nice. You just sit in Windows key and you search for the applications you want. You search for your files you want. Um, it's very fluid. It's very modern. Um, the settings panel all use shadowing like crazy. Mm-hmm. So we'll bring up a box and then you click on the thing and it will slide between on and off and it'll glow blue if it's on or be a dark gray cloud if it's not off. Um, it has spaces, but it's, it, one thing I didn't like about the spaces is it's auto-populating. Like, it, if you have something on one window, it created another window that's empty. And you can't set how many spaces you have open at once, because sometimes I like organizing them funny. So I would go from, like, one to four, because mm-hmm. I can... I'm used to switching between the four. Like, I had two all vertical and two left to right. Mm-hmm. So I'd have four side by side. Um, this is all vertical, so you have to scroll down. So if you're on one, there's no real quick way to go to four. Um, or with least the shortcuts I use. Um, you can shoot Windows, so you can right-click and then send to Window 4 or Window 3 or 2, and then things will be waiting for you when you come back. But, you know, it is, it is kind of weird. Um, but it's beautiful. 
Um, so from 6. Point whatever, it still uses the same default software. Not much has changed on the content on it. Um, still doesn't come with Chrome. Makes me sad. Still comes with Ice Weasel. It does still come with Ice Weasel. Mm-hmm. And Ice Weasel now comes with Adblock. When that you, is impressive. Yeah, because it, it's always nice. So Windows now, um, with new GNOME 3, can snap around. So if you drag it up to the top, it automatically snaps up. That's you good. can hit Windows key left and Windows key right, and it'll snap around. It's so and funny when you say Windows key. What? Ah, it's just Windows. I bought a Unicop keyboard with the Windows key straight from 95. That I is know. the 95 logo. And, and you and, cannot find a keyboard like this anywhere else. And you know what? If I paid $100 for a keyboard and it came with the 15-year, um, 15-year-old, um, Windows logo, I'd throw it against a wall. That's just because you're whacked. No! Look, this keyboard even comes with the Windows 8 logo. Look at this. Real. Real, true, and correct. Oh, one second. I think this is made in Kentucky. What? Really? Uh, it's either Kentucky or Tennessee, I can't remember. Same thing. Um, no, but my keyboard was made all in the U.S. Um, each thing has its own spring. It's very nice. It's very buckly. Oh, crap, I was in, uh, insert mode. You vimming that? Yeah, yeah, I like vim. Since when? I always use vim. I like nano. I haven't changed it yet. That's the default. Oh, I um, hate nano. When you tested it, it was like the first day you had it installed. Yeah, it was a travesty. Yeah. So I, And I, you managed to break it. I which, know. Uh, so I've got some questions. Can you use the desktop? So in the main problem section. Main problem section? you got a problem You can't uh, drag and drop things to the desktop. Now, is and there a reason why? Write, I don't know. You could write things to the desktop. You, you just, just can't, can't see, them. see them. Right. So, um, if you're in the console or command line, you can just, uh, figure that all out. Like, uh, it's all it's undiscriminated. There, yeah, but, it's but, it, but it's just not there if you wanted to use it with the desktop UI. Yeah. Which is absurd. And another thing I really hate is uh, they don't have the launchers. Like, you can't right click on the top and add a launcher to right. so open Chrome. Mm-hmm. So I have to go, um, opt Chrome, whatever, and run it myself. Yeah. Um, so that, that gets a bit annoying. A little bit. Yeah. And, I've had it crash once on me when you were toggling between um, the console and the GUI. Mm-hmm. And I had it crash once where the file manager crashed and I couldn't close it. And so normally when that happens, you know, I just go to top, find the process ID and kill no. it. No. But what is... It doesn't really use anything and I can't figure out... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What I, process... I mean, what um, what file manager does it use? Uh, what file manager? It's called Files. Uh so, well, I mean, it always used to be Nautilus, but it's probably not there. Honestly, I, I can't... Because uh, uh, on Mint, it's Nemo, which is just a terrible name for anything. You know, I would have to look that one up, because okay. I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, Nautilus, 3.42. Okay, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Um, that crashed once, and I couldn't close it. It was, it was, I think, because my phone unmounted as I was doing that. Oh, okay. And so, but I couldn't re, I couldn't close it because it mm-hmm. wasn't running and. Haunted. Yeah, yeah. So I just got stuck in a weird loop. Mm-hmm. So you always gotta be careful when you unmount things. But I, um, my phone, like the USB thing doesn't fit in as nice as it used to. Yeah. Wonder why. Um, and. You know how it is. I was, I just transferred the 32 bit version because I just downloaded it from your lawn. And, uh, yeah. Why'd you buy it to buy, buy? Why'd you download 32 bit? For my netbook. Oh, um, right. I, I threw it out. So you know I have a little Intel Atom I do know. Computer. And so it came with Windows Basic, and it was impossible to use because it was so terrible. slow and terrible. Limited? And you couldn't even change desktop background right. on Basic. Nope. And so man, I, that takes so many resources. Yeah. Nope. 
so I threw Lucid Links on there, and it still wouldn't work. Like, mm. um, I mean, it, it worked. I had everything. I had Wi-Fi. I had everything else. And, uh, you know, it was just, it was just a pain because everything ran slow. Things were spacious and all weird. But my netbook has a small screen, and GNOME makes everything large. And when I'm searching for files and things I'm looking for, I don't have to go through everything. I don't like using the keyboard because the keyboard's crap and the mouse is crappier. But when I can just search whatever I want and get out with as few keystrokes as possible, it's amazing. It runs very fluidly, even though it's a crappy atom. And everything about it is amazing. Um, so Debian is 100% free software. But if you, most people don't have wireless drivers that support that. And so at, during the installation, um, it told me that I need to go to the Debian's website and get the Realtek drivers for this. Mm-hmm. And it was as simple as this Google search for the package it told me to get. I downloaded it, put it on a thumb drive, stuck it in, and it auto-detected, auto-installed the dev file, and I had Wi-Fi drivers. Wait, you can install a dev file without needing to get a dev installer? Correct. <gasps> it's amazing. That's it, incredible. It auto-detects. So that way it can still say it's 100% free, but you still get all the usability when you are willing to sacrifice your freedom to have Wi-Fi. You know, I'm okay with that. So Yeah, I, I know you are. Yeah, mint. Up and down. Yeah. But overall, it's, it's amazing because it's better than Squeeze. It, there's no regression between distros. Like, you know how that's been the current theme. Like, it gets harder to use and there's other things. And so let's say if you don't like GNOME, uh, 3, you can always, um, run it in, in their, um, classic mode. So you can still use the 2.3. Or you can download it from their website. They also have, um, KDE installs. Ew, but it's just as bad, honestly. I have not used KDE in so long, I can't really judge, because I've seen nice YouTube videos of it demoing the features. Still looks the same in boxy icons, just disgusting UI. There's this crack addict at St. Paul College that loved KDE. Your descriptions of people are just so questionable. Okay, okay, okay. Guy, three felony counts of... um, Don't talk about yourself like that. No. (gasps) Okay. Um, Either way, um, but he he loved Fedora. Oh my gosh, wow, what a weirdo. Yeah, but the thing is, he didn't like it for the reasons I thought he'd like it. He just liked it because it was blue. He liked it better than purple. So, uh, pointless reasons, in other words. That's what I was getting at, but trying to be nice about it. And no, I, I'm sure you he doesn't didn't. listen to the show. No, okay, Mitch. Well, yeah. so I, I, I played with your operating system a little bit, and as you mentioned, I somehow managed to crash it into bits. I'm curious how that happened. <sighs> Who knows? I, I don't know. Cause, well, you know, I was running the war game, I think, and doing some Git stuff. I don't know. Well, well I, I don't think it was good. Well, so I, I, you know, I didn't play with it for very long. And, you know, I, 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 I've used Mint. I've used Windows 7 and Windows 8. You know, and I use the MacBook Air all the time. And, and you've been using Ubuntu since, like, hair and up. 8.04? Oh, I thought, um, I thought you had 9.10. I did, but I, I had used it before that. Yeah. But stably. See, you know, so you use the one with the logo where it's the red and yellow and it's transparent blocks? No idea. Uh, I love the logo of the old 8, 8.10. I don't pay attention to that kind of thing. It looked beautiful. That's why I noticed yeah, it. Yeah, it didn't look And like then it looked terrible the next It didn't year. look like The Verge, so I don't care. It looked even better than The Verge. Nothing looks better than The Verge. I don't know. It, it was great. Hello, competitors. Um, so I played with it, and here's what I think. There's too much padding around so many UI elements. Oh, here we go. And there's too... There's just, like, in the settings panel, you have to scroll down... Like 16 pixels to see what? I don't know. There's nothing down there. It's just because the, the block buttons are just too big because the padding in the entire system is just insanely and then poorly done. And 
the font in the entire operating system is bizarre because you mentioned the other day that you had distinguished between L's and 1's, which is an absurdity that no human being should allow, especially in a default operating system install. Um, and the font just looks bad everywhere, um, regardless of where you are. Even just on websites, the default fonts just don't match up with anything. And, of course, they can't put Arial or Helvetica in because, you know, those things are copyrighted up and down. And, you know, you have to get a license. Um, and really, without those two things being fixed, it's unusable for me because it looks terrible, um, regardless of if it doesn't infringe my freedom or not. Um, and other things like the un- un- unable to being um, pinnable, like, you know, pinning apps, making launchers... That's that's crazy, and also the up and down motion of switching between window um, spaces. That's also crazy. I don't. I, don't I know really... you prefer horizontal. Well, you know, on the Mac it is horizontal, and in Ubuntu it had been horizontal for years. But it was a combination of both. Like the default right. was four, and I love that because you can get from the upper left corner to the lower right corner right. in one keystroke. Now, so on the MacBook Air right now, at least in ten point eight, it's all just horizontal. There's no four by four anymore. Uh, or two by two, whatever. So, I, I I prefer just the plain horizontal because I don't like going up and down. I I just want completely horizontal. I can I can switch between spaces really fast on the trackpad, and there's no no delay. Yeah. So I mean, overall, it's a nice OS. I mean, it's just an OS. It's not anything special. Similarly to just how Mint isn't anything special, it's just not Ubuntu and therefore special. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, there's a lot of great packages that are. On there, like uh, I got op- the OpenShot video editor. Like I was showing you how I was yes, um, editing did. my um, sister's play. Or you're trying to? No, I got that taken care of. Oh, you got it. Yep. What'd you oh, do? What was wrong? I uh, you said it was too slow or something. Okay, so inside of OpenShot, you can make 3D uh, credits, mm-hmm. and you have to have the path set up in Blender. And so what took what takes forever is when Blender is rendering it. Mm-hmm. So to get like an eight second um, thing saying. Capitol Hill's presentation of Beauty and the Beast. Like, just... It, you could have uh, just done that voiceover. It would have been just as good. You know, but I, I don't put my voice into crap. What are you talking about? I only... My voice is reserved for premier tech podcast and gaming show podcast and development podcasts. So, I, I heard the word pet, so I'm going to go off on that. Pet podcasts. Yeah. I can do a thing all about dog care. Arf. And, and how to paint their, do- their toenails red. We'll talk about that later. No, let's, we're not. We're not acknowledging that. Happened. No, no, we're not. <laughs> oh, good memories. I know. Not really, though. Yeah. So, also this week, I um today, in other words, today, today, like an hour ago, it was more than that. Now, I started what I call the Last Pass Challenge, mainly because Last Pass calls it the Last Pass Challenge. Wow. <laughs> so. Um, a new feature to LastPass that I was not aware of until today, or last night. It's not night when actually I was... new, so that's why. It wasn't there when I first started using it. It was there when I started using it, and I was there before you, so therefore it was. Int. Either way. Um, so I was The ta- int you speak of is one for true. Is negative one, I'm sorry. Um, either way, I was listening to this podcast, and they were talking about, um, they are comparing their LastPass scores. And I'm like, wow, 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 I want to compare my LastPass scores. And so I had to figure out that you actually have to have content in LastPass to be scored. 
Makes sense. And so I went on a frantic list of finding Fractal. every website that I've ever been on, throwing it into LastPass, adding 32-bit character or 32-character passwords. Now, you you discovered that it is a challenge to find the websites that you actually use, right? It, it's really hard. You don't think about it till you don't have it. And well, like so, we 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 took a long time to figure out what websites you use. Like we figured Amazon. Eventually, we figured out Newegg. Figure uh, out your blog. One in one. One in one. Dominoes. Dominoes. That was our most recent edition, I think. Uh, GitHub. You know, that uh, you just Newegg, made. eBay, uh, Twitter, uh, St. Paul College, St. Paul College crap face, uh, my FSF crap. And, uh, so, so what is your score now that you've done it all? My score, let me, uh, recomputate it right now. I just did. You're, you're, you're doing it too? I, I got mine. Okay. So okay. let me okay. know when you got yours. 82. Okay. Point I'm a, two. I'm a 76.1. And uh, has anybody hacked your Gmail? Nope. Okay, good. So, so what is your rank? Just, just give me the first, you know, thousand part. Uh, twenty-four thousand. So I am forty-six thousand. Wow. There's a lot of people who use this now. So, but here's the thing. So now go down to your detailed results section. How many websites have you scanned? Uh, sixteen. Do you want to know how many websites I've scanned? Uh, three hundred seventy-one. Yeah. Now that is a magnitude uh above yours, and not only that, it's you know like three hundred. Not 16. Kind of a difference. Okay. What's your average password? Like, uh, 12.5. I got 24.1. So you're, you were, you were double mine. And does that actually make it more secure? Not really. No, it does, it, but. Is it going to matter? But, no. But, well, but so what that's showing you is that it, your, your lame passwords are dragging you down. So SPPS, for example, where my password is Y-S-E-A-P-A, um, I think. Uh, mine was A W J U two A. It ends in A. Yeah, that's all I know. They all end in A. I know. They don't all end in A anymore, though. They changed it. They added a yeah. number or something. You know. Well, well yeah. so I have four of those. Like I have a Moodle one, I have an SVPS one, I have a Naviance one, and I have some other extra one. And so those four drag me down in my no- most low-level duplicate password. So Bitly changed from bit.ly to bitly.com. That drags me down for some reason. My one-on-one password is the same password as my launchpad.net password, which is a mystery to me. So if you hack one, let me know what the other one is. Um, I, apparently, I have a lot of passwords um, that are all the same from T-Mobile, Steam, Pocket, US.BattleNet, which is suspicious because I don't think I have a Battle.net account. I have no idea. Yeah. So, like, LastPass is great and it's cool, but... Changing all this crap would be a lot of work, and I don't have time for that. Yeah, I mean, I, I had a bunch. I had three passwords that were the same. It was for like my Steam account, which is impossible to change, so I just deleted it. Do you know why it's impossible to change? Spyware. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for for the record, there's no way to change the password on the website. You need the client. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just a pain. Oh, and of course, so I have a bunch of my dad's uh, passwords in my last pass because he's not responsible enough to take care of them. But unfortunately, he uses the same password everywhere, so. Uh, what's that in there? Is that the universe's guy's Gmail and everything he's ever owned? Um, yes, yes, it is, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's his Gmail, and and so it just has so happens that his Gmail is the same as his So, oh wow, that's amazing! I know. Um, so yeah, you know this this scoring thing is pretty cool. Now, what is my most secure password? I'm gonna assume it's the last one. Newsblur.com is the most secure password. I think after 100, percent they all become equal. Least secure. Okay, so I'll look for the 99th one. Hold on. Hold What's on. your most vulnerable? Because I had some that scored 20% on this. So my, my 99th one is GitHub. Oh, 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 that's Sam's GitHub. My mistake. My other... Ni- 
So why why is Mr. Universe's uh, so hub in there? So so Sam he liked to use my MacBook Air whenever we were in class because he didn't like using his crappy laptop. He wanted to use my premium, deliciously flavored apple colored laptop. I see. Yep. And so he wanted to not have to type in his stuff all the time, so he put a bunch of his stuff in my stuff, and, well, there you go. Um, my weakest one, since you requested to know, where would I find that? Uh, how about that 12? Um, how about this li- login.live.com with the 3%? What is it? <laughs> I don't know. What is lo- <gasps> Wow. <laughs> also, whatever a wfefs.westfargo.com is. Hmm. Also, studentloans.gov. That's pretty bad. Oh, my gosh. You know, the government insists upon terrible passwords. You know how it is. No, I don't. Um, Virgin Mobile, 24. Oh, yeah, don't do that now. You're going to get the same score. You can't fix it. You, you you can't change your password. Next week. Every week we're going to start comparing them. I know, but you can't change your password on Virgin Mobile like that. It's it's your V-key, and your V-key can only be six well, characters. Well, uh, my phone number is more secure yeah. than my PIN? Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But everybody knows you're... Phone number. Nobody calls me except for Californians. What, Sophie? Who? What? Oh, that crap again. <laughs> You're going to give me with that every single day. Yep. Anyway, um, yeah, LastPass Challenge. You know, so it's really cool. But so one of the things, you can't just do it for yourselves. You actually have to have LastPass. Do you know if Ian Buck uses LastPass? I don't think he does. I assume he does. Um, Sam uses LastPass. Do you know if Andrew Bailey uses LastPass? I don't know. Hey, Bailey, you should hit up the contacts and let us know if you use LastPass. Yeah, do that. Um, who else listens to this show? Um, I know Ian Decker doesn't. Um, that's if you it. listen to the show and um, we don't know you're listening to the show, we always love it when you um, drop by uh, feedback. Yeah, in send, the you know, you you could send us a Mitch even. Yes, and for those who don't know, a Mitch is just uh, kind of like a ping, but calling, hey, Mitch, you prick. Yeah, so basically you, you, you say hi. That yeah. That's what a Mitch is. The Mitch was the first person to publicly say, hey, hi. Right, and it was incredible. So in, in honor, he, he, you can Mitch us. Yeah, and that was like episode six, wasn't it? Or I something? don't count that low. I don't know. Well, it was amazing what I, happened. I, I understand. So so I, I do invite everyone to go take the LastPass challenge. Over time, my results have gotten worse because, well, I've added crappier and crappier passwords. And others people's passwords that must have to be crappy. Mostly my father's. Hmm. Yeah. And um, Sam and everyone else. Yeah, Sam does pretty well. It's just my father and me. Yeah. A lot of websites I don't care about, you know? Um, like, so on the server, like our local dev server behind you, um, I, I have a lot of admin accounts, so I have admin admin stored like 20 times, and it's kind of angry about that. Hmm. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Well, I just kind of want it for uh, autofill. Like, you know, like, it's important to autofill. I don't want to type that in all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, before we go, I, I do have one thing to mention. Um, the Xbox One came out this week, right? And I think we did a show on this. We did an entire special, and I think you were here, Ian Buck was here, I was most certainly here, since I'm always here in the studio. Uh, and so we talked about the Nexus One. I mean, the Xbox One, my gosh, not a phone from 2007. I mean, 8. And so it was a kind of a cool event. I didn't see it live, I was building a dinosaur. But Ian Buck saw it live, and he enjoyed it. Um, we talked about it on the special, but since then, new information has come to light. Um, such as more detailed specs, um, what they plan on doing going forward with their cloud computing stuff, and a lot more. And so we didn't talk about that on the special, but on 8-Bit this Monday, it's not on Sunday this week, it'll be on Monday because of uh, scheduling conflicts, they are going to talk about all the new stuff. So you can definitely look forward to that. Um, 
and it's a great show, and you'll you'll be able to hear all about the new Xbox. Yeah, sounds like a, it's an interesting show. Mm-hmm. Definitely was. You were on it. Yes, it was. Does that mean anything? Um, if it did, I would have made it apparent. So nothing then. NS nineteen. It's uh. It's, uh hey, nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well. Well, um, where can I find you on the internet? You know, you can find me just about everywhere, but especially on the Twitter, Rhinomar. And of course, now, unbelievably, on the Google Plus, where I post pictures of literally everything. You can find 54 pictures, there's two more suddenly, of the legendary Miri, Miri? Murray Junior High School dinosaur. Named? Um, boozy, but I couldn't spell it, so I didn't write it that way. It is named Boozy. Because it's not even a real word. It's Boozy. I'd have to be drunk to write that. <sighs> Work on that. Well, I've got a beer in the other room. Um, and among other things, um, you can find pictures of that, my cat, my dog, and other strange alien devices that I find at Target. And, of course, you can find me on my blog, blog.ryanrampersad.com, which I occasionally do write stuff on, but I don't know why you'd bother reading that when you could just read it on Google+. Sounds fun. How about you? Uh, you can find me at MatthewButchel.com. You can also find me at my newly created GitHub, uh, MTP777. And uh, my Twitter is gone. It's too hard to get into. 32 characters. Impossible to, for me to type in. Especially on, on that phone. iPad. No, I'm thinking iPad. about how to get it on the phone. iPad. iPad would be fine. No, I do have to ask. Are you going to sign up for LastPass Premium? I will if I start caring. I think you will. What? If you ever want to log in to anything on a mobile device, you need Premium. Mm, I won't be using my mobile. See, that's why I threw my phone. I couldn't get to my Gmail anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, oh, okay then. Well, I think that that, that you got anything else? Can wrap this up. I think uh, have a good one. Okay then. Watch out for cars. Sure. I gotta be. Now, when you when you buy Sophie this, she'll be very impressed. Oh, oh my gosh! You know, You're killing me. Victoria's forgetting her. <laughs> That's so funny.